The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, you are what you eat, and what you eat is going to affect how you feel. Today, we explore the gastrointestinal tract and give you some tips on how you can feel better overall. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, we're joined today by another prominent physician when it comes to alternative medicine. Dr. Roman Zermeno is a board-certified physician specializing in internal and family medicine and anti-aging. He's also trained in nutrition, detoxification, and hormone replacement. He's also been trained in ozone therapy and works out of the Institute for Progressive Medicine. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Zermeno, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to have you. Before we get to today's topic, please fill us in on your mission and your work. Well, let me tell you about um, what I used to do first. Um, I used to practice um, mainstream medicine for many years. I've been practicing for 20-some years, almost 28 years. And um, I used to practice in a medical group and basically prescribe medication to every patient, um, exchange symptoms for, for a pill. And um, after years of seeing that the patients were not doing any better with medication and they were coming back and forth, back and forth, uh, and try another medication, another medication, I just got frustrated and said, there's got to be something different. So I started to learn other areas. Um, so I decided to start exploring everything that I could. Uh, alternative medicine, they started uh, looking into the anti-aging medicine, and I uh, started to go to conferences about that, I learning more and more and more, and that really excited me. I started seeing differences. So uh, I started learning more and more and more, and then tried to apply that to, the, to my practice, and I started to see difference instead of just prescribing pills. That must have been very rewarding. So thank you. Uh, thank you for being here today, and we look forward to talking about how today, how can we have a healthy gastrointestinal tract? So, doctor, uh, what are the most common gastrointestinal issues you see? Well, what I see frequently here is, and I used to see that too in my other practice, um, the GI is so important. I mean, we ignore it. And then we think about, oh, let's take care of the heart, and let's take care of this, and let's take care of that. But the GI is so essential for our body to function well. They call it the second brain. So when you have a, 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 the second brain not functioning well, you're not going to function well because everything comes from the intestine. And if you think that the GI is the connection to the outside world, okay, the connection from the outside world to the inside world is our GI tract. Whatever you eat, it has to go through the border. Those are our borders. So they have to cross the border first, and you have to cross the border with documents to be able to um, function well. And there is something called leaky gut that we'll talk about it later that is like crossing the border without documents and creating a nightmare on the other side. Um, so this is, this is important. The, the GI is so important to keep it healthy because that's where we absorb our food that's where we digest our food, that's where we break everything we eat into nutrients. And if that is not functioning well, your body will not function well. It's essential. So what do I see frequently? Mm -hmm. um, gastroesophageal reflux, very common, heartburn, 
people complain about hormones, they go to sleep, they have heartburn, they have a hard time sleeping. This is very annoying, burning sensation in your chest that um, is constant. So why do we have heartburn? I believe that has something to do with what we eat. I mean, animals don't complain of heartburn, I guess. They don't, I don't hear it, but, <laughs> but it's not common that we, we uh, see all the healthy people complain of heartburn. I think it has to do with what we eat. I mean, I, I don't understand why in the world we decided to put gas in our liquids, <laughs> create sodas. So why do you think where that gas is gonna go? That gas is gonna go up. So when you drink it, it's gonna push your esophagus up, mm. your stomach up, and it's gonna dilate the sphincter of the esophagus, mm. okay? Now, what other things cause it? Heartburn, usually it's the diet. It's, it's, it, I have seen gluten uh, as a major cause of the GI problem. The problem with the gastroesophageal reflux is that we're treating it the wrong way. The problem of the gastroesophageal reflux is that the sphincter that connects the esophagus with the stomach is failing. It's a muscle and it's weak. So now it's gonna allow the acid and the food to return to the esophagus and cause burning. Mm -hmm. Why is that sphincter weak? There's a reason. It's gotta be something with what we eat. Unfortunately, in medicine, we use the wrong approach and we treat it the wrong way. What is the most common approach of these issues by conventional medicine? Unfortunately, um, everything is treated with medication. Um, I forgot to mention the other two important things in, in the, uh, as a problem with our GI is mm -hmm. the irritable bowel syndrome and the inflammatory bowel disease. The irritable bowel syndrome is also uh, symptomatic. Uh, the problem, basically, you just have discomfort symptoms of GI uh, problems, but they are not, they can find anything. Most of the time, they cannot, they're gonna be having a hard time finding something. And the uh, inflammatory bowel disease is what we know as ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, and other inflammatory um, processes in the gut. Mm. Now, what is the conventional approach, you ask me? Um, unfortunately, uh, I was doing that too, okay. is that Again, you see your doctor, you tell him your symptoms, and he's gonna give you a medication. Mm -hmm. And maybe he's gonna tell you, stop eating irritating food, change your diet here and there, but they really don't know what the true about this. And again, if we don't change the lifestyle, we don't change anything. And we have to start with the diet. Mm -hmm. So I found that the, one of the problems uh, is basically, uh, Gluten, gluten is very, very uh, um, toxic for our body. Dairy products are bad for us too. So basically the, the, the problem with the conventional approach is that they look, don't look into that, they're just gonna give you the pill. Yeah, they will do some uh, tests, they'll do the colonoscopy, they'll do the um, upper endoscopy, they'll do the CAT scan, and when they don't find anything, they say, well, you just have what we call irritable bowel and they're gonna give you a pill. Mm -hmm. For um, the gastroesophageal reflux, unfortunately, we've been treating patients the wrong way. The gastroesophageal reflux is in the sphincter, the problem is in the sphincter. So what are we doing? We're giving you something to decrease the acid of the stomach. Okay, we give you the Prilosec, we give you the pills, the, the Tagamet, the Santac. That's gonna decrease the acid in the stomach, but 
is that treating the problem? No, that's decreasing the acid of the stomach. No, that's not where the problem is. You don't have an excess of acid. You have a weak sphincter. So we're treating the problem the wrong way. Again, it's like if your car is making noise in the engine and then you fix the tires. You're treating the problem at a different level. So what are we doing when we're decreasing the acid of the stomach? We are allowing your body to malfunction because the acid in the stomach is there for a reason. God didn't give us the acid just to give us heartburn. There is a reason for it. So it's for digestion. Decrease the acid, you're going to have more digestion. You're going to have bacteria and fungus and viruses and everything going through because the acid is a defense mechanism. Number two, the acid is essential for absorption of nutrients. So what happens? Then now you don't have any acid. Now you're not absorbing your vitamins. Now you're not absorbing your calcium. Now you're not going to absorb your iron. Now you're going to have deficiencies. Mm. So treating the stomach by decreasing the acid is not the right approach. Mm. It has to be done at the level of the sophial sphincter. Mm. How do you deal with the GI reflex? Basically, um, again, instead of decreasing the acid of the stomach, let's take care of the sphincter. Mm-hmm. And in my practice, I have seen many times by removing gluten from the diet, heartburn goes away. I cannot explain why, but I know it happens. Because when I put patients on gluten-free diet, mm-hmm. they come back and say, I don't have any more heartburn. And I can tell you in my personal experience, it worked because I was there too. Okay. I was having, I was suffering from heartburn for years and years and years. And I was taking pills. I was taking the Stagamet and the Santac and the Prilosec and doing exactly what we were trained to do. Until I learned that that doesn't work, causes problems. And then I was, I was even taking the medication. I was still having heartburn. But I was eating my chocolates and I was eating this and I was drinking my sodas. And I was expecting that that was going to get better just with the pill. After all, I was a big deal. I continued drinking my sodas and eating my chocolate. Well, I realized that, wait a minute, let's change. You have to stop drinking your sodas because that gas causes problem. You have to stop eating chocolate, which I love, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all do. Right. But uh, it causes a problem. You have to stop drinking your coffee because that dilates your uh, you know, sphincter. So you have to stop putting things in your body that are affecting that. Don't just take the pill. Make changes, number one. Number two, why gluten works? Again, I don't know. But it works. And when I stopped eating gluten, heartburn went away. Now, how do we, what, what can we do about it? Um, basically, instead of decreasing the acid of the stomach and messing up with your acid for 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. I would say, you know what, one of the easiest things to do is drink a little bit of baking soda. Uh, just a little bit of baking soda with water. Mm-hmm. That will automatically... Um, neutralize the acid, and it just breaks that heartburn immediately. So you don't have to suppress your acid for 24 hours. A natural way. Mm -hmm. Well, this is very interesting. We still have a lot more to go here, and a lot more to learn about uh, the gastrointestinal tract. Uh, Stay with us. Very interesting information, doctor. There's plenty more to learn. We will be right back, so stay with us. 
Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And now back to our interview with Dr. Zermeno, and we're talking about how we can keep our gastrointestinal tract healthy. How do you deal with irritable bowel syndrome? Irritable bowel syndrome is one of those things that means I don't know what you have, so let me call it something. Um, it's basically a bunch of symptoms. You have a bloating sensation, you have diarrhea sometimes, you have constipation, you have abdominal pain. You have many symptoms that are very hard to explain. They come from the intestine. So most of the time they end up doing the test, you end up getting the colonoscopy and the ultrasound and the CAT scan and the endoscopy, and it doesn't show anything. So how can you explain those symptoms? I mean, they're there. So they call it irritable bowel syndrome. It means your intestine is irritable. Something causes irritation of your intestine, and that gives you the discomfort and the bloatiness and the diarrhea and the pain and all that. So they, they, they don't know what it causes, the, 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 the syndrome, so they call it irritable bowel syndrome. Well, what is the problem there? The, the problem is that we're looking at the big picture. We're looking for cancer. We're looking for ulcers. We're looking for strictures. We're looking for big things. We don't see that. So then we think, okay, well, it's just irritable bowel syndrome. It's usually related to anxiety and depression. Let me give you something for anxiety, something for depression. Or let me give you a medication, which is the antispasmodic. So we use that. Uh, sometimes they give you enzymes or whatever. But do they ever tell you to change your diet? They don't. Most of the time they say, well, yeah, they just eat, eliminate the irritating food. Uh, actually, they tell you sometimes not to eat any, anything with fiber because that causes problems too. So how do we deal with this? Again, because we don't know about it, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's a microscopic problem, again. It's a malfunction of the, of the intestine, and it has to have a reason. So in my practice, again, I have seen it so many times, when we remove the gluten from the diet, and we remove the dairy from the diet, things get better. And sometimes patients say, well, it's not working for me. Okay, I say, well, are you eating? Yeah, I cut down. Mm. Cut down doesn't work. Please, you gotta understand, don't cut down. Just mm -hmm. get off completely. Gluten is not a forgiving thing. Just a little bit is it's it's not bad as much. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. You get off completely, 100%, or it doesn't work. It's like saying, I'm allergic to penicillin, but I'm just gonna have a little bit of penicillin. <laughs> you can't do that. It's almost like an allergic reaction. It's gonna irritate your bowel. It's, it's a sensitivity. So it causes damage to the intestine. 
It causes bloating sensation. It causes brain fog. It's going to cause you joint pains, and it's going to give you fatigue. So cutting down doesn't work. You have to get off 100%. Well, what else do they do? Unfortunately, the patients, okay, they, they say, okay, I'm going to go gluten-free. Now they're changing it into gluten-free stuff. So what happened with the gluten-free cookies and gluten-free bread and gluten-free tortillas? Then they come back and say, well, I'm gluten-free, but I'm gaining weight. Well, why are you gaining weight? By meeting all the gluten-free stuff. Okay, well, unfortunately, you got to be careful. They're gluten-free. Now they're going to substitute gluten for other type of carbohydrates. Okay, now you're loading yourself with much more carbohydrates. You're eating an excess of carbohydrates, you're going to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Number two, you put an excess of carbohydrates into your intestine. Mm. And the bacteria and the fungus in your intestine, they have such a happy time when you give them sugar. <laughs> they really thrive. They de- reproduce like crazy. They just, so you're going to have a, an imbalance. Now you're going to have an excess of candida or yeast in your intestine, and that's going to cause excess of gas. It's going to cause uh, damage to your intestine, and it's also going to cause you some other things, like foggy brain and other things that candida does. So it's basically important to, to um, change the diet. Most people don't eat any fiber, and the fiber is essential for it. We need fiber for intestine to function, and also that balances the uh, bacteria and the fungus in the intestine. Because where does it come from? I mean, vegetables and fruits. Mm. So if you eat enough fiber, you're going to have a normal bowel movement. Okay? Uh, Basically, uh, eliminating sugar, uh, eliminating gluten, eliminating dairy, eating more fiber, and balancing your um, bacteria in your intestine with probiotics. So how do your patients feel once they do go gluten-free? They come back and say, I, you're not going to believe how good I feel. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, mm-hmm. because I went through the same. Yeah. And then I can tell you that the brain fog goes away. The fatigue gets better. Mm-hmm. The abdominal bloating sensation goes away. So once I start doing the gluten-free, it's amazing. It's amazing the result. It is very difficult. We are so used to eating our bread, our tortillas, our pastas, mm-hmm. and Everything has gluten from uh, cereal to dressing for the vegetables to uh, everything has gluten. So you have to read the labels and make sure it doesn't have wheat, barley, or rye. Rice is okay. Rye is a problem. So you have to eliminate the gluten. You have to really read the labels. You have to try to be 100% gluten-free. And you're going to see that your joint pains and everything else is going to start getting better. How do you deal with inflammatory bowel disease? Well, inflammatory bowel disease is a, it's an inflammation of the colon and, and the intestine. The, uh, the small intestine sometimes, uh, Crohn's affect that too. The, it's, it's an inflammation where you develop ulcerations in the, in the, in, in the lining of the intestine. And sometimes it bleeds, sometimes a lot of mucus, sometimes develop strictures. Um, people have frequent bowel movements with mucus and blood and they have bloating sensation, diarrhea, constipation and they just have a hard time gaining weight and uh, a lot of different symptoms. Basically, it's an inflammatory process. Again, uh, we don't know 
according to mainstream medicine, what causes the problem. Uh, Crohn's is a little bit more advanced. It's, it's like a, there are deeper ulcers in the colon. It could cause strictures and uh, fistulas and a whole bunch of complications. But my philosophy is that there is a reason for everything. So uh, I can give you an example. When, if you have a, uh, if I put something in your skin that irritates your skin, that you're sensitive to it, okay? And the next day your skin starts getting better, and then I put that again. And then the next day your skin is getting better, and I put it again, and again, and again. And every day I put that substance that is irritating you in your skin. What's going to happen with your skin? It's going to develop inflammation. It's going to develop an ulceration. It's not going to heal. It's going to take a long time to get better. Okay? So what are we doing with our intestine? We're drinking and eating something that is irritating or lining our intestine, and we keep doing it every single day. And our lining is trying to heal, but we don't let it. What happened? We keep putting it, we keep drinking the sodas, we keep drinking the milk, we keep putting the gluten, we keep eating the wrong food with pesticides, and we put in a whole bunch of things. You think that intestine is going to be able to heal? No. It's going to develop ulcers. It's going to develop lumps. It's going to develop polyps. It's going to develop strictures. It's going to progress, and it's going to develop um, fistulas. And the what are they doing? They're going to tell you, well, let me give you medication now. Or they're going to take you to surgery and remove your colon. So the question is, why don't we just try to stop what is causing the problem? Well, if we don't know what is causing the problem, let's just go to Mother Nature. Let's just start with a simple thing. Let's start eating vegetables and fruits. You cannot go wrong with that. Vegetables and fruit become a vegan. Uh, okay, you cannot tolerate the fiber. Well, you know what? Steam your vegetables. Steam your, uh, you know, try to eat some of the fruits that are not very irritating for you. But eliminate things. You start eliminating dairy. You start eliminating gluten. You start eliminating pesticides. You start eliminating uh, things that are toxic for you. You're going to see that your body will start healing. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you a story about I had a friend. I have a friend that she developed Crohn's disease. She was a young lady. She was like 40-something. And she was pretty devastated because they have found... Uh, Crohn's in her intestine. And they told her she was going to uh, eventually had to have a, a total a colectomy, means remove her colon from her intestine. So she was devastated. She said, no, I don't want to live like that. So I said, well, you know what? Just start changing. Stop your diet soda. Mm -hmm. Start eating healthy. No gluten, no dairy, and start eating vegetables and fruits organic. And she was kind of resistant, but at the end she decided to do it. She had an, a colonoscopy about five months later, and when they went in there, they couldn't find anything. Mm. Okay, her lesions were gone, and she had biopsies and everything that show that she did have Crohn's disease, but it went away, and she continued to follow the diet. She continued to stay healthy. I mean, things can get better mm -hmm. when you change your diet, yeah. and when you watch that beautiful documentary called Forks Over Knives. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. It's called Forks Over Knives. It's, uh, it's a beautiful documentary. We tell you about the diet and how eliminating diet that is toxic for you, it can change your, your life. Mm -hmm. You can reverse your heart problem. You can reverse your GI problem. So in these cases, what do we do with inflammatory bowel diseases? Just change your lifestyle. 
You can take supplements, you can take probiotics, balance your GI. Sometimes there's excess of candida that you need to treat, but basically lifestyle, mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables, that's what God gave us to eat in this. You know, he put us in this planet and he gave us what to eat. Mm -hmm. We are eating our own food, mm -hmm. not nature's food. They're natural, that's well, great advice, doctor. And um, again, it's been fascinating listening to you here. Thank you for your time, and it's been a pleasure having you on the show again. In the meantime, you can catch more of Dr. Dresdemano on his website, iprogressivemed.com, and learn more about his passion for alternative medicine and the other great things he's involved with. We look forward to our next visit. Thank you. Thank you. Toffee and some with nougat and nuts. If you've ever enjoyed the delicious food inside our kitchen, you may have tried this tasty dish. Now you can make it yourself. Another favorite at Mother's is our red lentil soup. It's delicious. So the ingredients are two and a half cups red lentils, sorted and rinsed, one half cup onion diced, one half cup celery diced, one half cup carrot diced, one tablespoon olive oil, one teaspoon basil, one teaspoon oregano, a dash of black pepper, two bay leaves, a teaspoon tamari soy sauce, and six cups of water. First, you place all the ingredients in the water in a large pot. You bring it to a boil and cook for one hour over a low flame, stirring occasionally. You remove from the fire and serve piping hot. Make sure to take those bay leaves out too. Make six servings and it's a delicious soup. That's red lentil soup by Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Mm -hmm.